Today's sponsor is Kirsty Legister's Juice Plus. Are you looking for help with trying to lose weight? Well, this could be the solution for you. With a range of products such as shakes, boosters, capsules, and more, get started today simply by adding Kirsty on Facebook using the link in the show notes and get started today. For the ad-free version of this podcast, please visit our Patreon page and become a patron at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts in that month and all of the previous ad-free podcasts that we've done. Head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. The link's in the description. I am Supergirl. I am The Flash. My name is Sarah Lamb, but don't call us heroes. We are legends. I had to become someone else. I had to become something else. I had to become the Green Arrow. Welcome to CW Superheroes. It is Entertainment Talks podcast for the CW DC superhero shows, Supergirl, The Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, and Arrow. I'm your host, Matthew. Joining me today is Robert. How are you today? Doing good. A little bit cold, but then again, it is December in Indiana, mm-hmm. so that means you know, cold, gray, overcast, occasional dusting of snow. <laughs> yep. Cool. Uh, yeah, I'm not doing too badly. Um, so we're here today to discuss the mid-season finales for each of the four shows, uh, and we've got a schedule update, a kind of weird, very bizarre schedule update from, from CW in terms of how Black Lightning's going to fit in and all the scheduling, so we'll talk about that in a second, um, and we'll of course we'll talk about the mid-season finale episodes, let's get straight into it, uh, what did you think, sort of, overall, for each of these? Uh, I thought the Flash one was okay. okay. I think the the Legends of Tomorrow had the most impact. Definitely. Uh, Supergirl was a bit rote, but not terrible. Oh, I have and some then, things to say. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, <laughs> and then Arrow, I think, is going backwards a little bit. Okay. I think Arrow is changing, and in a way that I did not expect. Like, I didn't expect this, like, disbanding of the team and that kind of stuff um flash i thought was really good i really enjoyed that episode and i loved the uh the twist there at the end especially as the twist was happening i was confused as to what was happening that just shows you that a twist a twist is really good uh legends was really quite cool uh i really enjoyed that last episode um i've changed my mind a little bit about damien dark he's still definitely not my favorite villain to watch far from it um, but him being with his sister and him being just a bit different and actually being on a show that he's more suitable for makes it better for me for me to watch him. I, I, I'll put it at that. Um, Supergirl, I had some problems with, um, and I, I did do, I actually did a little bit of research this week to find out if there's any, uh, and I'm actually going to read out what, what I, I found. Let me just bring it up quickly. Um, so I... I searched in Google and I said, "Is there any different? Is there any actual difference between Supergirl and Superman?" And uh, I, I came across the first result, and I'm going to read out to you what I found. So I, so it says, "Is Superman better than is Supergirl better than Superman?" It says, "Kryptonites like Superman and Supergirl draw their strength from being exposed to the sun. In other words, they function like uh, solar batteries." Again, this is from Google, so this isn't me typing this. Also, since Superman is a male, his base strength is also higher than a female kryptonite. What do you have to say about that? Uh, 
that one I don't really have a problem with because that's just following the uh, base genetics of the human race. Okay. And that's not to say that women can't be stronger than men. Uh, that's basically if uh, all things being equal, generally because men tend to be physically larger than women, <coughs> that yeah. mass does equate to strength. Okay. I can kind of understand how somebody might take that as a sexist comment. I don't think it is. Okay. Because you're not talking about one being better than the other, just noting the difference. Like, you know, maybe being stronger isn't good in some situations. Okay. Um, you never know what the situation is. Like, if you're, like, crazy... I guess the easiest way to do to explain that, you'd have to be a fan of... Uh, mid-90s American basketball. Uh, do you uh, know who Shaquille O'Neal is? Maybe if I looked them up, but not okay. uh, For the non-US people, Shaquille O'Neal is a basketball player. He was really, really good as a basketball player, but he royally, royally sucked at free throws. Okay. Which is an essential part of the game because you're literally getting free points. That's why it's called a free throw. The yeah. game stopped, the clock stopped, everything's paused and you get a chance to get extra points. And he was notoriously bad at it, because he was so used to just his... I mean, he's physically a dominating player. I mean, he's like 6'7", almost 250, 260 pounds. He is a bull in a china shop just <laughs> knocking everybody over. Okay. But he was so used to using that strength to do what he would do, that when it came time to do free throws, he was horrible. I'd actually have to... Let me look that up real quick, because I am curious to see what his lifetime percentage stat is okay. for free throws. So give me half a second here while I vamp. Uh, okay. While you do that, should I tell you my actual problem with the episode? Yeah. Uh, so I only, I only actually had one problem with the episode. The rest of it I did enjoy, so take, that. take this as a nice thing. But I cannot believe... Again, there might be a reason for this that I don't know. I'm not. I haven't read many Supergirl, Superman comics, uh, and the answer that Google gave me isn't maybe as clear as some other answers out there. Possibly. Again, this is the first thing I came across. But I cannot believe that Supergirl bleeds in this episode. I, as I was watching that fighting scene, and again, there may be a reason that Rain is stronger than Supergirl. We don't know yet. But in terms of what I know, and in terms of what what I've seen and my current problem with with this, you can see how it obviously feeds in. But as she's like beating her up and like when um she like drops her off the off the roof and Supergirl starts falling down, I I just uh it it really did bother me. Again, there may be a reason for this, but and if they come back next season and say, oh, this is why Rain is so strong and able to beat Supergirl, then that will no longer be a problem for me. But until they do that and explain how strong Rain is, and again, this is the first time we've seen her, We that the show was just demonstrating how powerful Rain is, um, but we don't know why. Um, but like I said, if they, if they come back next uh, half season and say, okay, this is what Rain is capable of... Um, but it just, with my continuous problem of Supergirl being weak, them doing this to Supergirl really doesn't help me with, with that problem. Do you see where I'm where I'm coming yeah. from? Yeah. 
but apart from that, I thought the episode was was kind of cool and kind of fun. Um, I I quite like uh, John Jones' dad being the episodes. He, he's quite a, a funny sort of addition. He's like, I yeah. prefer. I, I can't remember which drinks he said, but he's like, I prefer this one over over this one. I think it was hot chocolate over coffee or something like that. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was that was funny. I thought. Um, I think so far, because we're doing a little bit, this is a little bit catch-up, but I think well, what they're doing with, with uh, Wynn and his wife is, is kind of interesting and puts, puts the show in a better position that way, in a way that they didn't just undo this Monel. Like, if Monel were to you come back... You mean Monel and his wife, not Wynn and his wife. Yeah, M- Monel, sorry. Um, <laughs> if Monel would come back, and it would have been, oh, Supergirl and Winner just win. Why do I keep saying that? So if Supergirl and Monel would have just gotten back together really easily, that would have just undone the impact from last season and from the season premiere. So I'm glad they went in a different route with that. Um, yeah. how, how do you feel about this stuff? Uh, I do think that Monel and his wife can be awkward. And I think that's kind of what they're going for is a bit of forced awkwardness. Maybe. Uh, I do have the stats here for comparison. Uh, so Shaquille O'Neal, born 1972, so he's 45 now, obviously. Okay. Uh, his stats, according to ESPN, he's seven foot one inches tall, 325 pounds. So big, big dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, ni- 19 years in the league, his career free throw percentage is 527. So he's basically 50% chance to make a free throw. Uh, and you take probably the two most more well-knowns, uh, Kobe Bryant, uh, 6'6", so almost as tall, but only 212 pounds, so you know almost 100 pounds less. His career free throw percentage over 20 years is 837, so significantly higher. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you kind of got the icon of the 90s of Michael Jordan, uh, his career free throw percentage is 8.35. And so he's listed at 6.6216. So you got three players, all three who were dominant in the league at one point in time. Because there was a point to where Jordan was w- winning everything. And then there was a time where Shaq was winning everything. And there was a time when Kobe was winning everything. But you've got two players that are at 80% free throw range, free throw, free throw percentage, and then you got Shaq who's barely at 50%. <laughs> okay. and, and I firmly believe that he's just so used to being physically powerful and physically overbearing on everything. Free throw is a, is a delicate art. It, it doesn't, it's not power, it's finesse. Okay. And so that goes back to my point of, you know, sometimes physical strength isn't what's needed i mean there's how many episodes not just of supergirl but of any show have we seen to where the situation gets solved not by physically beating it but by talking it out of it yeah yeah and yeah i i get the argument you know that it can be societal thing and this and that and the other i do understand that argument Mm -hmm. but again i mean if you look at history and if you look at just basic genetics and physics and mass. In general, men tend to be stronger than women. And okay. I, again, I'm not saying that's a good thing. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. That is a thing. That's like saying, you know, you know, pizza is different from hamburgers. I mean, I like both. <laughs> One's not 
better than the other. They're both, you know, food delivery systems. You can acknowledge something is different without making it an issue of, well, you like that better, therefore you think the other is inferior, therefore you suck. Okay. And that's the thing that I hate with so many people. It's like, you can note a difference without putting one above the other, and it doesn't make it any kind of thing. So okay. just, ugh. And that, 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 that's a road I don't want to go down right now. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think I've kind of said my piece on, on the whole Supergirl thing. Uh, if it continues to be a problem, I will continue to mention it, but I'll try to, like, tone it down a bit. It's just, I don't, you know, uh, I, I think I've said my piece on it. Um, what do you think of, uh, James and Lena potentially getting together? Uh, I think as long as it's not for the sake of the storyline, I'm okay with it. Uh, because I kind of feel like they haven't really had a whole lot for James to do Mm. in this season. I mean, the whole Guardian thing has kind of petered out, although we did get him using his shield a little bit in this episode. Uh And apparently he can hide his shield in his arm and it not be very (laughs) obvious. Yeah. Uh, And I don't know if it's like some weird alien tech that they just haven't disclosed or if it's something that Wynn came up with, but I would have to imagine that a shield that could collapse and be dense enough to block laser blasts would have to be kind of kind of heavy. Mm-hmm. At, you know, at least, you know, a good 10 pounds at a minimum. And yeah. so to have that on one arm and not look like you're wearing it, that's more of the physics thing. Because that's, you know, that's kind of what always takes me out of the uh, um, superhero world is things like that. Okay. I mean, yeah, except people can fly, shoot laser beams out of their eye, whatnot. But you're talking about a, a normal human human being with an extra ten pounds on one side of his body. Yeah, not entirely buying it. Okay, I didn't have as as much of a problem with that. Um, I, I tend to get hung up on things like that. So okay, that's that's fine. Um, what else was was there that happened? Um, so. I'm not going to go into another sort of rant about um, Supergirl, but she sort of like crashes at the end of the episode. She 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 falls down. She she gets beaten up. Whatever. She falls down, and then she's taken to the hospital, and she she crashes. Where do you think they're going with that? Well, that's kind of the curse of me being kind of older and have seen a few things before. Mm-hmm. Usually, with mid-season breaks, they either want to set up a twist. Or an angst. And obviously okay. with the, when we get into uh, the other episodes, those are all twists. Because the, the Flash ended on the twist. The, yeah. the Arrow ended on the, the kind of half twist, half angst. And then uh, Legends absolutely ended on that twist that I saw coming out of nowhere. I did okay. not expect that. I didn't at all. <laughs> which was, anyway. It, it, which was a pretty nice delight, but we'll talk about that yeah, when we get absolutely. to it. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, Supergirl ended on an angst. And then when I say angst, I mean worry of what's going to happen to the character. Yeah. And so when that fight happened, either one of two things was going to happen. Either she was going to look like it, she won the fight, but then wound up losing it. Or she was going to lose the fight, and then the angst is, well, what happens after that? Okay. And so that's kind of where we're at on that. Uh, what what do you think of Rain herself? I kind of like I kind of like that they've put this character into a villain. 
I'm not that familiar with the character itself. Me neither. Uh, I no. do like her, personally. I think I her think outfit's cool. Kinda, her outfit's kind of cool. She does do the whole, uh, um, you know, conflicted thing pretty well to where she's, you know, a mom, but she's also uh, got this destiny that she's trying to live up to. And mm-hmm. uh, Yeah. Um, I think she's the most... Uh, the coolest looking villain on on the show that we've had. Definitely, Maybe? yeah. Her suit look, looks pretty cool. I'm pretty impressed with that. Um, the fight itself, I I I did find entertaining. My my issues aside, um, I did think it was an entertaining fight. Uh, but apart, apart from that, don't have that much else to to say about Supergirl really. Uh. I'm just looking forward to the next season and seeing like how they overcome rain. If they if they do explain some of the stuff that that's going on, like how she's powerful and and all that, because uh, I feel like they, regardless of my problem, I feel like they have to kind of explain that anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, as to like why this person is so incredibly powerful. Uh, but I, I I'm I'm pretty interested in her as a villain, and ever since um, Terry Hatcher. Uh, being on the show, I don't think we've had another villain that's quite as as cool. I mean, Terry Hatcher was a bit of a different villain. She wasn't quite as she she wasn't like the physical fire and stuff. She was more like because she was involved with the Monel stuff and all that. That sort of was her side of things and making Superman being mind controlled. Um, but I'm excited to see what what Rain can bring. Yep. Yep. Uh, anything else to say about Supergirl? Uh, I do like that they brought in uh, Erica Durance for it. Uh, she Oops, was sorry. Erica Durance is the actress. Uh, she plays. Uh, let me pull her up because I'm like ninety percent sure what she plays. I just want to make sure I'm getting her right. Okay, I uh, mean the d- woman d- that d- plays d- d- uh, Rain. Uh, no, yeah, she plays yeah. Alora Zorel. Okay, uh, but she was actually Lois Lane in the Smallville run. Ah, so. second time they've done they've done something on that. Because uh, yeah. Terry Hatcher was was Lois Lane. Maybe they'll just keep bringing Lois Lane actresses to fight Supergirl. <laughs> Maybe uh, that, that, the the mom was Supergirl, so you know there was that. Yeah, that's that's pretty fun. Um, yeah. And speaking of which, it's kind of an off aside. Uh, Tom Welling, who played the Clark Kent character in uh, Smallville, has actually been appearing on Lucifer. So I don't know if you've had a chance to catch up with that yet i have i have heard that he's been decent on on that show uh but i've not seen the episodes that he's in well it's in the current season so if you haven't seen it at all you'd be jumping at the gun a lot okay um anything else for supergirl that you want to talk about uh, uh no i mean like i said it was it was a little rote i mean there wasn't anything a whole lot that was unexpected yeah and i like that I like uh, the guy that played... You know the guy that played Nathan in, in Heroes? He's, like, more of Lena's... Yeah, Adrian Passar. Yeah. Uh, he, he's been kind of kind of interesting this season. I, I, I like that actor as well. Uh, he was in S.H.I.E.L.D. for a little bit, which he wasn't in quite as much, but he's mo- I feel like he's most known for, for Nathan on Heroes, uh, which he had yep. quite, quite the arc on that. Also does the voice of Tony Stark in uh, Avengers... Uh, uh, the uh, the Disney XDT uh, cartoon show. Oh, cool, nice. You never know what somebody uh might be doing. Um, but yeah, I think that's all I have to say for for Supergirl. Should we move on to the Flash? Yeah. Cool. Uh, so what did you think of the mid-season finale? 
I liked it. I mean, it it like I said, it ended on the twist. Uh, but probably my favorite part was at the very very beginning uh, when they were putting up the Christmas stuff, and then uh, Iris noted that he wasn't doing it at super speed. Yeah, and he yeah. he he said that you know when he first got his powers, he wanted to do everything like super super fast but now that he's married to iris he wants to experience it you know as slow as possible to enjoy as long as possible mm. and i really <laughs> liked it i thought that is probably the most interesting unique thing i've heard on a superhero show in a very long time i think it's interesting i think it's a bit different maybe like okay i get what you mean but what does that have to do with i, I kind of liked it it was, it was cool um but uh yeah, I'd quite like to have have that power, be able to do certain certain things quicker. I I, I mm-hmm. think we all would. Um, but again, it's it's kind of sweet and nice, so I'm gonna take it in that way as opposed to like I don't really get it. But uh, yeah, I thought that was kind of nice. Uh, what did you think of the twist itself? So, um, what's the guy's name again? Defoe, Def- not Defoe, Devoe. 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 Um, he picks one of his other metahumans or whatever, this other guy, and uses his Dr. Octopus-like things, claws or whatever. They're very like Dr. Octopus in the uh, Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. Um, puts them on this guy's head and <laughs> uh, violently, this did look like it hurt, judging from the guy's reaction, um, he puts all of his life into this guy because... Devoe's body is dying, I guess. Yeah, it basically does a brain swap. Yeah. Um, which I, th- I thought was kind of cool. It, it was interesting, like, just before he's about to do it, he looks at his wife, and in a good way, they don't go into, like, oh, are you sure you want to do this? And da da da. da. They t- he just nods and he just does it. I was like, okay, cool. We don't really need a whole conversation about it, but uh, they, they didn't go down that route, which I thought was, was pretty good. Um, but yeah, they, they move his body into his, or do the body swap, like you said, and he's now the thinker, um, which we see a little bit of combat beforehand, where Barry goes to run up to this guy, to devote himself, or the thinker, in his chair, and the thinker reacts quicker, or maybe he thinks quicker, I think that's the illusion you're supposed to get, is that the thinker is slower, but he can think better, so he is able to stop Barry, because maybe he thought ahead or something? Yeah. Yeah. Which I still honestly don't get because even if you can think that way out, you still have to physically react faster than that. Yeah. And granted, you can move just that much faster, but they've already established that Barry can think at that speed, or at least he can learn at that speed because mm-hmm. they've done a few scenes where he's like burning through books and he understands it for a little bit. So kind of don't really get it, but then again, you know. That is what it is, so we'll accept it and move yeah. on. So I took it a bit more as a like surprise and than an issue of sorts. Um as like, okay, this is kinda cool, he can outthink him, that's what his character's supposed to do. Rather than how is Barry not faster kind of thing. Yeah. Uh so he does that and then he imprisons Barry and he has a talk with his wife and he basically learns what's going on and um uh, it sort of it goes from there, and then the twist is the fact that the I guess they took Devoe's body or his old body, whatever, and stabbed it and left it in the room. Because I assume yeah. Devoe was dead as soon as he passed his body over or his mind over, and maybe they just took his body in the flat. 
as yep. opposed to actually killing Devoe. Unless his wife said, like, okay, obviously I'm not going to do this, but I, I don't know. What What do you think happened? Uh, I think that just kind of became like a plot point. There's yeah. an old joke of, uh, well, time to go frame myself. Mm-hmm. And that <laughs> kind of became the thing, because as soon as he saw Devoe's dead body, he should have been out of there in like half a second. Yeah, but no, it, he stayed and let the cops catch him, and now he's framing himself for that death. Mm-hmm. Because he turns on his speed, I guess you could call it. You see it from his point of view. Uh, yeah. What, what would you call that? He turns on his speed? Uh, they call it the speed force, or I would just stick with speed force. So. Okay, he turns on his speed force, and he says, don't run, which is actually the title of the episode. Yeah. Uh, and then he lets himself get caught. Um, even though, like you said, he could have could have gotten out there, but... I'm just going to assume Barry has some kind of plan, um, as opposed to just letting himself get caught, because that would it would make more sense if he like thought this through. But again, they could they could maybe tie that back in like Devoe's the better thinker or or something. I, I'm kind I'm very interested this season in the whole Devoe's the better thinker, but Barry's the quicker one, and how that's gonna like play out over the next thirteen episodes or however how long we have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that that's kind of interesting. Um, because I do appreciate the fact that they said, okay, we had three different speedsters, and they haven't all been the same, but it's been the same type of villain, so we changed it, and now we have this other different animal, basically. How do you feel in terms of that? Yeah, I'm good with that. I mean, there's always been enough non-speedster villains in the Flash universe that they could have done that. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, it's just one of those things I hope they do it hope more in the future. Mm-hmm. At least there's no like who is it mystery again, because <laughs> yeah. I guess they, I guess they decided to change that. I mean they had it for a little bit where Barry didn't know. Well Barry knew, but the others didn't. But they sort of resolved that quickly. Because uh, I remember a period last season when we had like five episodes of who is Savatar and da da da, and then it was revealed, and then we had another like four episodes or whatever explaining his motivations, which didn't play out quite as well as it could have, but it wasn't terrible. Uh, so I feel like they just have a different opportunity this time. Uh, what do you think of Elasticated Man, or Elongated Man, whichever one he is? Uh, I'm not really a big fan of his, but then again, I don't really know a whole lot about the character itself. It's vaguely, basically, you know, just a detective that can stretch. Mm -hmm. Uh, they, they're playing him off, playing him off as a bit of a jerk, which I can, you know, I can see... But uh, we'll just see where it goes from here. So yeah. Um, Katie Sackhoff shows up again. <laughs> uh, yeah. I I personally thought she was worse in this episode. Um, I know you said that her accent wasn't great, and I agreed. And I thought she was cut. It was kind of it was just kind of cool to see Katie uh, Sackhoff again. But I don't think she was very good in this episode. But yeah. then again, I don't know why they've given her such a strange accent. <laughs> like why couldn't they just have her speak American? Because she tries to pull off this, I don't even know what you what you'd call the accent, this, this like British I, I, type. I call thing. it somebody doing a very very bad British accent, but yeah. she's intentionally. She's a good enough actress that she probably could pull off it, but it's, I don't know, evil Mary Poppins maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, it's not a huge problem. Like I can still. Like watch her and whatever, and see her character. What's her character's name? I don't. I'd actually, I don't look, even. I'd I don't even up, remember I don't anybody know. saying it. Um, but she gets uh, 
Caitlin slash Killer Frost uh, to do the surgery on this guy, and he is a telepath. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, it's, it's the same. It's this guy that had the uh, the whole twist, wasn't it? Um, yeah. They like helped him out, and uh, what what did you think of the reveal uh, that he was Nell Devoe? I like that because that's the way of keeping the character, the the villain, alive with the, having a different actor. Yes. And plus, in the way that they did do it, you know, leaving your own dead body to frame somebody else for murder, unique enough that I don't remember seeing that anywhere else before. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was it was pretty good, and it was it's the whole pain of like he's at Barry's house right now, or uh, I guess yep. Joe's house. Um, and he's like revealing himself right around the corner from Cisco and Joe and everybody, uh, which was which was quite cool. Um, but the fact that Barry doesn't call either any of them and he doesn't like do anything, I'm assuming he's got some plan C. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I imagine eventually everybody's gonna gonna find out. Um, I wonder how that's gonna be kept from the main group. Like the next time they speak to Barry, he must say like, "Okay, the guy that." came in the house is now devoe and explain it um like when he gets his next prison visit or what whatever happens it, pe- it depends what happens next to barry because i don't think he's gonna get out I, again i don't know how law works and fully and all that sort of stuff but i don't think you get out of bail for that especially with the whole um him the officer that arrested barry thinking that he's stalking devoe and now he's killed him or it looks like he's killed him yep I don't think this guy, yeah, I, I don't see how he gets out of that at all. So it'd be, be interesting to see how the conversations go down next time. Yeah, plus, like I said, that whole framing yourself thing. I mean, the guy's spent how many years as a forensic scientist? He should have known better. Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of what drove me nuts about that. Mm-hmm. Maybe he just didn't, didn't see it coming or something. Uh, again, he can't think as quick as the thinker. Um, anything else for the Flash? I think we've covered. No, nope, I am looking forward to when it comes back. Yeah, so looking forward to seeing Kate Sackoff again. <laughs> nah, not no. really. Uh, she's not like terrible and completely unwatchable. She's just not as good as the rest of the show. Um, so let's move on to talk about Legends. Talk about the big um, things that happened. So Jax decides to leave the team this episode. You've got um, Damien Dark, who claims to be Odin. Even though mm-hmm. that's a Marvel character, how does that work? Well, technically, that's not a Marvel character. I mean, okay. that, they're basing it off of the Norse mythology more than the Marvel character. Right. Okay. No. And okay. so I did like that. How to where the the one uh, Time Bureau agent kept saying, you know, instead of Christmas, whatever would come up next. That running gag was pretty funny. Um, Damien Dark being okay. I mean, I'm. I don't dislike him as much as you do, but I've, you know, I can kind of, cause, just because I've seen him in other stuff, so. Okay. I like him about uh, 5% more. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yeah, Arrow season 4. Um, so what do you think of Jack's leaving the team? He just sort of like, because I've had enough and. I'm really bummed. I'm yeah, me too. Hoping I think that's more of the actor wanting to do uh, something different than I think anything he's going to come back. I hope he does, because, I mean, he was an interesting enough character on his own. Yeah. Um, but they they had, like, the nice Christmas dinner, and they said, oh, you can't sneak out, like, we, we have to say goodbye to you properly, which I thought was, was quite nice. Um, 
so they had that happen. Yeah, but yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of bummed out as well. Um, I hope that he comes back in some way. But in terms of replacements and new characters or people coming into the show, uh, Constantine is back. Yeah, I did not see that coming. Although I kind of should have once they. Uh... So what, what what was it you said at the top that you did see coming? Jack's uh, no, leaving. Uh, Jack's leaving. No, I didn't didn't want that to happen, but I kind of saw it coming. But okay. them deciding to go to the the magical mystical demon realm with the time traveling show. Okay. Uh, that one I did not see coming. Okay. Um, uh, but yeah, Constantine is back. I this the this the only um CW superhero show I haven't seen is the first season of Constantine, and I don't know how relevant it would be. No. It was a really good show. It only got one season, unfortunately, but it yeah. was a really, really good show. Uh, the fact that they're willing to have the same actor that played Constantine kind of yeah. shows you that, if nothing else, the studio was behind it, even if they couldn't get a second season off the ground. Yeah, they're interested in keeping so, him in some in some way, which is good. Yeah. Because uh, he's popped up a few times on Arrow, which I've quite liked. Yeah. Uh, but I've not actually seen his, his season. Was that That was before Arrow, wasn't it? Yeah, that, that was a like, couple couple of years before Arrow. Yeah, which is which is weird to think because, like Arrowverse kicked off, or Arrow kicked off all the Arrowverse stuff. Yeah. Um, but he comes back. I thought that that was really cool. Um, how much do you think he's actually going to be in the show, though? Uh, I hope he's at least in all of this second half of the season. I'd give. I'd put it at least four or five episodes into the second season. Okay, because if they have the confidence in him and people keep asking when's he going to come back, I think it's a guarantee that it will work. Like I don't think they have to be experimenting with his character and stuff. Plus, the type of character he is suits Legends, so yeah, I think that works works quite well. Um, Captain Cold having uh, sort of talks with uh, Heatwave. Or Mick, I should should say. Yeah, him becoming the the team therapist was kind of weird. Okay, I, I like seeing him again. I I think he's really cool. Wentworth Miller. Oh yeah, I'm a huge fan of the actor. Yeah, yeah. I, that's that was just super weird. Yeah. It was strange to me how he's like, okay, you're clearly an alcoholic, Mick, which I think we can all agree with, because like sixty percent of his scenes he has a beer in his hand. Um, <clears throat> and then when they go to the Christmas dinner, he's like, okay, you. Went two days or whatever without a drink. I'm going to give you one now. I didn't really get that. I was like, okay, he's on his track to beating this. Like, is it just the fact that it's Christmas? He's like, okay, just have a beer. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I I would like Mick to go in a bit of a different direction because he has been a little bit same. I think I mentioned this on episode five, the the podcast for that, uh, or maybe it was a crossover. One one of those two. Or I said that I would like Mick to change a bit more. Mm. Um, where would you like to see him go? Honestly, I don't know. I mean, I definitely want him to have something more interesting to do. Yeah. But that's not really my call. And I several <laughs> times I've referred to his character as a shaved bear. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but hopefully they go in a bit of a, a different direction. Uh, it's not much of a problem. It would just be more interesting if they changed him a bit more. Because uh, I think yeah. he's got he's got some potential, but he is just sort of the the grumpy one of the group, maybe, and the less pr- the least professional of them all. Um, like he does just kind of sit around drinking and stuff. Um, 
So hopefully they change him in some sort of way. Um, anything else for Legends? Uh, no. I mean, that's kind of where I'm at, so... Cool. Um, so move on to Arrow. The team being sort of disbanded. The three, three of them deciding to leave because of trust issues. Uh, so that would be um, Curtis, Renee, and um, Dinah deciding to leave the team because of this whole testimony thing. So... Renee says to Oliver, like, I had to do this, otherwise the person that he was telling would have, like, tried to take his his daughter away or something? Yeah, the FBI agent that's trying to prove that uh, yeah. Oliver's the Green Arrow basically threatened him, so... Um, where, do, where do you sort of stand on that argument? Uh, that's not an unknown tactic. Yeah. Uh, that's something that uh, happens from time to time. With uh, agencies, yeah. they'll threaten someone to get like information out of them, or they'll threaten them with, you know, pleading guilty to a crime in order to prevent them from from something else happening. Yeah, that's not an uncommon tactic. I wonder if uh, there's any chances for Renee to tell Oliver, like at all, or if maybe this was happening when Oliver was off the team, but then Renee still could have like I don't know. I wonder what sort of happened with that. Yeah, it's hard telling. Yeah, you never know with that. So, because uh, did she like bug him so that if she tried to tell Oliver, Oliver in secret that she would have done something to Renee or to the, to the daughter? We need to sort of find out a bit more, and we probably mm-hmm. will in the in the second half. Uh, but I, I didn't talk about this in episode five. But is it Michael Emerson, the guy who played Ben on Lost? He's on this season. I love that actor. He's um. I haven't seen him in anything since Lost. I know he was in Person of Interest for four seasons, which I haven't watched yet. Uh, but it's basically Ben on this show, or on Arrow, which I just love. Um, I love every scene that, that he's been in so far. Uh, which he's a bit more of the... I know he's not the thinker, but he's a bit more of the, the tactical person as opposed to the physical threat. Which I get. I guess is where like Black Siren and Anatoly fit in. And all the rest of these guys that they, they have at the end. Yep. Uh, how do you feel about Michael on the show? What did, uh, they, what did they give his name? Uh, let me look it up here real quick. Sean he's something? got an in, yeah, he's got an interesting presence. I mean, he's got a look of somebody that isn't physically threatening or imposing, but can still be a menace. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let me look him up here real quick. Uh, let me get to that. But I think he's he's been a great addition to to the season so far. I mean, this, when when I first heard that. He was joining the show. I was pretty excited. So. Mm-hmm. Um, Black Siren being in, in some more of this episode, and she doesn't kill uh, Lance. Lance, Quinton. What did you think of that? Yeah, but when you get to the end, I, at first I thought it was a little bit of a softening of the character, but then when you get to the uh, the the end cap and they reveals the cabal that's all working against him, you you realize that was probably just part of the plot. Yeah. Um, the action was pretty good in this episode. I thought when uh, Oliver goes to that sort of circle and he tries to hand over the the fake um, device that the the guy wanted, um, and then he puts down his like he tells him to put down his bow. He does so, and then he has like these little firework type things on his bow and arrow that sort of shoot off 
I thought that was really they they've not like done that before where Oliver has a button on him and like he presses it and something else comes out of the bow. Whenever they do something new with his bow and arrow, like when they did the parachute thing, when they did uh when they've done like the zip lines and stuff, I'm always interested in new sort of weapons in that way. What do you Yeah. Think? What what's the actor's name again? Michael Emerson, I think is his name. Uh yeah, there he is. Caden James is his character's Caden James. name. There we go. Yeah, I I think he's really cool so far, uh, and he's he's different to another archer, I guess you could say. It's not Malcolm Merlin. It's not um, Rachel Gould. It's not uh, well, Damien Duck wasn't an archer. It's not Prometheus or anybody else like that. Um, I think is really good. Uh, so what did you look up? What like he's been in and stuff. Uh, no, I was just looking up his character names, but yeah, person of interest, he was in that, uh, not a bad show, I don't, didn't really overly thought it was like, you know, super wow impressive, but it was interesting. Unfortunately, he got cancelled, from what I remember. Yeah. Yeah, uh, he was in Lost, of course, is what he's probably most known for. Did you ever see Lost? Oh yeah, I saw Lost all the time, I just, I didn't overly like it, you know, towards the end, but it got a little bit, uh, weird. I could say that, yeah. (laughs) Um... But are you enjoying seeing him in this season? Yeah, he's, like I said, he's got a good presence. He's got a, a decent menace to him in terms of, you know, you would believe him a threat even though he's not like a, a superhero or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, how are you liking Black Siren so far this season? Uh, it's not bad. I mean, it's one of those things that it's a little interesting to have that character, you know, make that shift, but uh, nothing wrong with it. Yeah, it's interesting that they found a way to keep Laurel and Katie on the show, but just have an evil version, because of course, Laurel was unfortunately dead. Um, so yeah, the team decided to disband, and it's basically three and three, so it's uh, um, Oliver, Felicity, and Diggle, and then uh, Renee, Curtis, and, and Dinah. What do you think they're going to plan to do? Uh, I don't know if they're planning on it. I'd kind of like them to see them form their own team, but I don't know if that would be feasible or not. Yeah. Um, we also had an Elicity wedding in the episode. Uh-huh. Yeah, which was kind of a continuation of, of last week with the crossover. I thought that was fine. I know a lot of people have problems with Elicity, but I don't really, so... Uh, we'll see... We had the awkward scene with, uh... Uh, Quentin Lance meeting up with uh, Felicity's mom again, so... Yep. <laughs> so it's quite kind of funny. Um, and Quentin tried to give Oliver his dad's uh, watch or something, because he said mm-hmm. he hasn't got anybody else to, to give it to, because unfortunately his daughter's dead. Uh, and the other one is off in space and stuff. Yeah. Um, so that, that was kind of a nice moment. Uh, anything else to say about Arrow? No, I'm good. Cool. Um, so should we, did, did, have you heard about the schedule that's happening? Nope. Uh, so what's going to happen is, uh, th- and this is the CW schedule, so I, I think Sky will just be like one week behind, but with this current schedule. So I watched the promo for um, the next episode of Legends, and it says it returns Monday the 15th or something. Mm-hmm. And what they're going to do is they're going to bring these shows back on the week of the 15th, I think it's that week. And they're going to have... Um... Four episodes of... Supergirl. 
Then they're going to swap Supergirl's 8 o'clock slot out with Legends until that goes to the end of the season or something. And then they get, so they're going to keep Flash and Arrow where they are. And they're going to have Black Lightning in front of Flash, which makes sense, you know, the new show and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, like, the only thing that's weird, they're bringing Supergirl back for just f- an odd four episodes and then, like, putting her on a big break. And then they're bringing, if I remember the dates right, they had 16th of April is when Supergirl's going to come back and finish on, like, the 15th of June or something. Uh, what do you think of, of this? Uh, it's hard to say why they're doing that. Uh, that's one of those things that I'm sure it's like a logistics thing with Maybe. the actors and, uh, um, you know, scheduling and everything like that. So, uh, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, uh, I don't think it's going to f- affect ratings too much, but people that don't know and think they're going to get episode five or the fifth episode of Supergirl are going to find themselves with the Legends episode. Um, it's all, it is a bit like, okay, we have five shows, we can't put them all on at once, so we're going to do this. But I thought what was going to happen is uh, Supergirl would just stay in its same slot and continue with Flash and Arrow's schedule, because they're the 23 episode shows. Um, and that they would have... Because you've got nine episodes left of Legends, you've got 12 episodes of Black Lightning... I thought that what they were going to do was have Black Lightning come in, um, have like half the season, and then go back to Legends, finish that season maybe, and then go back to Black Lightning. Again, it's awkward because they have uh, one show which has to be off the air, um, and the other four continuing, so one of them has to be bumped for the other one. I don't know, it's mm-hmm. it's just strange to me, but we'll see how it all how it all goes. Uh, there's going to be some confusion. People that don't know when they go to watch Supergirl or they think that they're watching Legends on a Tuesday and they watch Black Lightning. It's going to be a little bit messy. But in terms of Arrow and Flash, they're going to stay the same, I think. Um, it's also interesting that Flash is the only one that stayed in its same slot for the whole of these shows. Arrow's moved once. Supergirl used to be on Thursdays. So did Legends. That used to be on Supergirl Thursdays. Supergirl used to be on a different network too. So. Yeah. Uh, but in terms of the only one that stayed where it is is The Flash, which is, is kind of interesting. Uh, but yeah, that's what we thought of the mid-season finales. Uh, have you got anything else to say? Or should we wrap up? Uh, yeah, let's go ahead and just wrap up. Cool. Alright, so we'll see you guys next year, which, yeah, these shows only return in about a month or so, so it's not too long to wait anyway. Uh, we'll be back for episode 10, and then we'll be back on the, like, five-episode schedule, which we set out. It'd be interesting how that works with Supergirl and Legends, but I think I'm just going to stick to the five-episode thing and just let the others kind of sort themselves out, kind of. We'll, we'll see how it works out, but we, we I don't think we'll mess up too much. Uh, so you can follow us on Twitter, you can follow us on Facebook, you can find the Facebook group, you can find us on Patreon, iTunes, Stitcher, Mixer, uh, check out Robert's Mixer channel, check out my Twitch channel. I've got three games in mind that I want to stream, so I have come up with that, I just don't know when that's going to happen, but um, I'll come up with something soon. And yesterday we were also talking about uh, the Games with Gold game that came out this month. Uh, the Left 4 Dead type thing that you said? We need to arrange. Yeah, it's called uh, uh, Warhammer Vermintide. And uh, for those that don't know, uh, Warhammer is a UK-based company that does 
uh, miniatures, kind of like you would see for like Dungeons and Dragons, only it's a more of a cool. large scale army. Yeah. Uh, they do a medieval version, which is called Warhammer Fantasy Battle, and then they do a space sci-fi version, which is called Warhammer 40k. Uh, both are pretty big followings in their respective fields, and they've had games come out for their franchises from time to time. Uh, this game, Vermintide, takes place in the medieval universe. Mm-hmm. It's basically... Uh, Vermintide is the Ratman, which is one of the races in the universe. It's basically four-foot-tall rats that are humanoid-ish. Okay. Um, which, you know, is nightmare-inducing as it sounds. Uh, and you basically run through scenarios Left for Dead style. Cool. I played a little bit of it just so I could get a feel of it. It's not bad. It's something we could easily stream. Uh, if we could get enough people from the community together, I'd love to do, like, a Jackbox Party stream. You know, something like Quiplash or uh, Fibbage or something like that. But you need six or seven people to do that. Okay. I would like to do that by the end of January, because I don't know... Maybe this side of the year, but um, possibly, like, January sometime, because some of these shows and stuff aren't on, so we'd have a bit more, bit more time. Um, but I want to aim to do that by the end of January, uh, so, some sort of stream, because again, you have like uh, your work schedule, and um, and we live in different time zones, so we have to try and arrange that. But uh, I, I, I'm definitely interested, so we'll try and do that uh, when we can. Uh, so check the website entertainmenttalk.org for all of the content that has been mentioned, and all the content in the future. Uh, that's it for this week's episode. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you either for the next piece of content or next year for the rest of these episodes. Goodbye. Goodbye.